Listening to the High Sessions Hawaii podcast, where we talk about everything local and beyond. I am your host, John Yamasato, and of course, joining me today is my, well, actually, our good friend Devin Nicola is not joining us today right now. Not yet. Because uh, he has lost his keys. Yep. Not, not lost his keys in the sense that he misplaced it in his house and therefore is going through his personal belongings looking for his keys. He lost his keys and he's downtown Honolulu right now. Yeah, I think he dropped it in his morning sherbet. <laughs> While he was skateboarding through uh, on Bishop Street. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we will be joined by Devin Nakobo, but joining me now is uh, the lead designer and the owner of High Life Clothing, Mr. Kyle Shimabukuro. Kyle. How's it? How are you doing, man? Good, man. Well, thanks for for coming on and and filling in for Devin. We're just going to get started without him, and then when he gets here, we can jump on, stuff like that. Uh, We have a good show today. In a few minutes, we'll be joined by Jake Shimabukuro, who's an internationally known musician and performer, and I would say friend of the show and us, right? Very good friend of the show and us. We've known him forever. Yep. So uh, before we get started, I want to remind our audience that you can find us all over the web. At uh, Instagram and Twitter, we're at High Sessions, facebook.com slash High Sessions, High Sessions on SoundCloud, and if you want to get to the videos and the meat of what High Sessions is about, go to YouTube and just type in High Sessions. By following and subscribing, you're definitely helping us out. And now, if you want to be more involved and you want a bigger connection to the High Sessions group and the High Sessions channel, we have started our Patreon, patreon.com slash High Sessions. And there, you can uh, help support the show monetarily in when you do that, you'll have uh, ways to um, get swag, either hang out with us or come to live shows, get to know the artists a little better. So it would really make a big difference if you headed over to patreon.com and help us out. And soon we should be on uh, iTunes as well. So I'll let everybody know when that happens. They can go there, rate and review. Okay. So Kyle. Yes. I hope you had a couple of good weeks away. Um, all is well, and I thought we would just kind of talk about stuff and get the show rolling. Yeah, everything's been all good. Getting ready for Christmas. Did you have a good Thanksgiving? Kind of did. Um, the first Thanksgiving without my dad, he was in a, um, a rehab because he got hit by a car. Oh, that's right. So, but he's doing well, everybody. He's, he's fine. He was um, made a lot of friends there. <laughs> and uh, yesterday he got discharged and all the nurses came and... Um, hugged him and said how much they're going to miss him and now he's um at a respite oh, okay, okay okay kind of getting better but yeah he's doing fine yeah so it's all good but yeah it's the first thanksgiving we had without him and um i think he had some turkey where he was at, at that i was going to say did he get to eat the the turkey and all that stuff yeah he, but he told me the next day i don't need anything else but bring some stuffing so oh, really I, yeah i think he really likes stuffing you know you know what's weird is i've never gotten into stuffing he loves stuffing, man. Do you like stuffing? I like stuffing, but not every day, you know? Yeah. Well, you know what the thing is for me for Thanksgiving is pumpkin pie. That's I, good stuff. I love myself some pumpkin I ate it 
a pump over one pumpkin pie since Thanksgiving. Because we had pumpkin pie at Thanksgiving. Yeah. There was an extra pumpkin pie, which I took home, and I've eaten the entire pumpkin pie. You know you can get pumpkin pie throughout the whole year, right? I do know. It's not a <laughs> I yearly do thing where you need to gorge on it in, in November. But, but that's what makes it kind of nice, right? I only eat it once a year, and I can really enjoy it, and then I don't think about it for another 364 days. Well, good for you. <laughs> <laughs> and good for the pumpkins. But I can tell you, man, I had one of the greatest Thanksgiving weeks ever. Really? Yes. And I'll explain. So, you know, we do the thing. We go with the family and stuff like that, which is always, always a good time. I mean, I, I don't have any problem with that. And um, all the stars aligned in the sense that my son, he got his, his grandma and grandpa bought him a, a pretty sizable uh, Lego thing. And he's into Legos. Ah. So... Halfway through the night, he, he makes an announcement that I'm sleeping over at Nan's because I'm going to get my hands on this Lego thing. I want to work on that when I wake up in the morning, and I'd rather be there so I can wake up first thing and get going on the Lego stuff. So, oh, okay, fine. You know, Lego. My wife is a, is a pretty um, intense Black Friday shopper. Uh-huh. Is yours? Uh, they act, you know, she says she's not, but you know, all inside, all women really love to shop. Yeah, 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 you yeah. Know? But, but so. normally what would what would normally happen is my wife would leave after the Thanksgiving dinner. Okay, that's hardcore. Go, she camps out. She would leave that night, go 2 in the morning, she's out Black Friday shopping. I don't see her till the next day. Well, just be thankful that you're not her driver. That's right. Or that's the right. person that goes to hold bags. But now, but now she's indoctrinated my daughter. Uh. Right. So now my daughter is is like, I want to go with mom on this stuff because she's old enough. Right? She's uh. 10. So, you know, Stace, she she says, well, OK, Nisa's a little young, so I'm not going to go right after. We're going to go to bed, but we're going to wake up like five in the morning. We're going to go kind of thing. We're going to get some sleep uh. and we're going to go do this. So go to sleep. I wake up on Friday. Eight o'clock, 830. I walk downstairs. And there's not a soul to be found. You know, it's like quiet. Uh-huh. And so I thought, oh, yeah, everybody's gone, right? My son's doing his Legos. My wife is Black Friday shopping. So I sit and I eat my breakfast. And I don't even, like, turn on an iPad or anything. I just sit there at the table. And I stare into space <laughs> and I eat my cereal. And no one is asking for, can you pour me this? Or can you, you know, help me with that? It's uh -huh. just, it's magical. It's very interesting that you enjoyed just silence and alone time. Yeah, well, you got to understand, okay, I'm a, do you have brothers and sisters? Yeah, I have a sister. All right, I'm an only child. Mm. And um, beyond being an only child, you know, I spent a lot of time on my, you know, just on my own. Especially when I think about my parents and maybe their generation, Uh huh. I don't ever remember my dad playing with me you know so like i'd get a video game or i'd be out in the yard and i'd be doing my thing uh -huh. but it's not like he'd come home and be like hey what are you doing like you want to uh you playing gi joe let me get down there and i'm gonna help you build your legos and stuff like that you okay know? so i spent a lot of time just playing by myself and you know being so being completely alone is uh 
it, it's kind of a nice experience. I like it. Well, I guess because you're a family man, right? So yeah. you know, you have two kids. Right. You're watching them all the time, or you know, it. it God knows, being a dad is a busy. Yeah. Busy, busy job as much as being a mom, you know. Well, and then when and I'm not doing that, I either have an appointment or yeah. I have a gig or I have something. So alone time, quiet yeah. time is what you treasure the most because you're never alone and it's never quiet. Right. And there's always things to do. So I totally, you know, understand that. For me, I'm alone mostly every That's single right. day right. in That's my right. house because I work alone in my office and I work at home. And people think it's like, Oh, wow, you got the dream job, Kyle. You wake up in the morning in your bibbities and don't need to dress up and go straight to your computer and design and take a nap and eat lunch and all that. But it, you are alone. That's right. A long time throughout the day, you know. And I came from a, a company before when I used to work for Locomotion. I had somebody to talk to while I was working. I had somebody to eat lunch with, you know. That's and right. I think me and you crave the opposite now where sometimes I crave company during the day mm. because I'm alone most of the time and I talk to my dog a lot. <laughs> <laughs> or once in a great while, like today we had lunch together, right? We got right. We, we had a little bit of time, so we went down to Jack's in Anaheim and had some breakfast. Well, brunch actually. But, you know, it, it's those are times where I have fun now because I have company, you know? By the way, um, to kind of get off topic, hamburger steak with cheese. Like I told you, you got to try it, man. I was kind of skeptical, but man, hamburger steak with cheese, is it's pretty good. Yep. And I think Jack's in Ainohana is the only place that I ever tried that. Oh, I, I, there's got to be other places, but... Yeah. If, you, if you're listening and you know of other places that's, that uh, serve hamburger steak with cheese, you should check it out. It's, uh, I was skeptical, but, but I, by the end, I, was, I bought into it. Well, I have to convince you. I said, John, do you eat cheese with... But I said, do you eat cheese with spaghetti? And right. He said, yes. And I said, well, do you eat a cheeseburger? And he said, yes. yes. I go, then you're not allergic to cheese. You go, no. <laughs> I go, then it makes sense to try this, right? And he's like, all right, I guess I'll try it. Yeah. Yeah, so it was, it was good. But anyway, getting back to my Black Friday. And so that's the whole day. I, I basically, and, you know, I didn't have any meetings. I didn't have, it wasn't one of these things where I had a lot of emails to get back to, no projects. So it was just, I did a load of laundry, played some video games. Then I kind of like look at my email, like go play some video games. Then I kind of clean the house a little bit, you know, just in at my own pace. No mm-hmm. one's no one's getting on on me for anything. And yeah, it was, it was a freaking wonder. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I don't love the company of my family, but. It just never happens. It's yeah. been 10 years at least. Well, you get to look forward to the next Black Friday. That's right. Again, That's right. now yeah. that your, your daughter is trained to go early morning shopping, and all you got to do is just buy another Lego set for your boy. That's right. all set, man. I think this is going to be our Thanksgiving tradition. Just sit yourself down with some pumpkin pie by, your, by yourself and just gorge on the whole pie yep. while everybody's away. You and know. for dinner, I just heated some leftovers, and I, I got the Mandalorian going on um, my iPad. Watched mm. that episode by myself. No one bothered me. And it was, it was beautiful. Oh, good for you, man. Tear came down my, out of my eye. Good for you, man. You deserve that. You deserve that loneliness and break. 
Yeah. You know? But uh, my wife came home and she goes, uh, did you enjoy your day? I'm like, it was one of the best days I've had in a long well, time. I'm sure she was happy to hear that. And she that. goes, uh, what's it going to cost you? <laughs> <laughs> well, you did we, do the laundry, we, though. We did some damage. No, she said, we did some damage oh, out there. Oh, okay, the shopping. So you paid for it. Yeah. In, yeah. in one way or another. Yeah. Okay. This portion of the show is sponsored by Locations Real Estate. Locations is the largest locally owned real estate company in the state with over 50 years in the business. You can be assured that the agents at Locations will work with you on the purchase or sale of your home. And you may have heard of other sites that can estimate the value of your home, but with the Locations Home Valuator tool, you get the most accurate information. This is because the Locations Home Valuator uses neighborhood data instead of zip code data to generate its estimate. Go to locationshawaii.com and sign up to use the Locations Home Valuator today. And I will vouch for it. It works. Um, I know that there's Zillow, Trulia. They do all of these uh, estimates on what your home is worth. But um, those mainline companies, they're using zip codes. And when you think of zip codes, just um, the example I often use is 96816, right? You have Kahala Mm -hmm. within that zip code. You have Palo in that zip code. Very different neighborhoods. And so when you're meshing all that data together, it's less accurate than if you're looking at Kahala versus Wailaiki uh, versus Kaimuki versus Palolo, which are all in the same zip code, but very different neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. Right? So go online, check it out. It's good. Um, I vouch for it and uh, you can get some accurate information. Well, if you oh, ever need, oh, the okay. door just opened and who will be walking in? It is Devin, the Lost My Keys, Nicoba. Oh. All right, we're oh, gonna take a short break, get Devin set up, and then we'll we'll continue. Kyle and Devin arguing is not gonna be difficult to get going again. All right, and we're back. Thank you for uh, bearing with us on the break. Welcoming now is to the studios Devin Nakoba. Devin, yes. What happened to you? Please explain. <laughs> we're getting applause here. Well, um, so I work at the radio station in the morning. That's that right. was Kyle doing the lackluster clapping, by the way. Uh-huh. Um, and I got back to the studio. I ran out to go pick something up. I came back and I went, "Hey, where's my car key?" And I realized I had no idea where it was. And so... Did it fall uh, out of your pocket while you were skateboarding? My pocket? No. I don't know what happened, honestly. Because if I did know, then it wouldn't um, be lost. Well, did you retrace your steps? I did. I retraced my steps. I stopped at a McDonald's. Not to eat. No, not to eat. (laughs) Don't go there. Okay. I went and asked them if if anybody had turned anything in. Well, what did you eat at McDonald's before that? I I had a sausage biscuit with egg. Oh, I'm glad you held conscious. That wasn't the choice purposes. I wanted to make, though. I was kind of sad. Yeah. Because I wanted to get an egg McMuffin with or, or a sausage McMuffin with egg. Did you ever and try? And somehow, somehow, <laughs> I ordered the wrong thing. So it was like, it it was that, like, not a good start to the day all the way around. And mm. then I, I um, my, my co-host, Esme, said that she would take me home to get the spare key. So I said, okay, well, that's nice. And then she said, okay, it'll be about an hour. And I went, all right. So I hung out for about an hour. And an hour turned into about an hour, 10 minutes, an hour, 15 minutes. And in the meantime, I got you two monkeys texting me like, <laughs> bro, we're here. Where you stay? How come you're not here? And I'm like, I'm, I'm trying to get there, but I have to actually get a ride. Were you on air with Esme? 
Oh yeah, I was on there with Esme. But, but killing mean, time. This was this was after I was yeah, killing time. But she's time. on right right after you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you so, just you were just so sitting I, there. I had to sit there. Why don't you put in some wait. work and help her out and be no, man, I can't track. That's crazy. So lazy. Anyway, You're so lazy man. So then, so then I had to hire an Uber. So I had an Uber drive me to Kailua so I could get my spare key. And I thought my parents could take me, but they had friends over, so. I can't take that, so I had to take an Uber back into town. Now, how was your Uber I'm, driver? Would you give you know him what? or her five That's star? That's the thing too. I, I thought, wow, I'm get, I'm using Uber, and they just released that whole thing of sixty thousand people have been assaulted yeah, by yeah, their yeah. Uber drivers, and vice versa. And I went, well, this is probably not a good time to get an Uber, or maybe it's a really good time because now everybody's yeah, on their best very, They're very strict on. Things. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. very strict. Plus, you know, they're driving me to my house, so I kind of had the guy do that thing where like. If you're not sure about the people, you have them drop you off a, about a block before oh, wherever okay. your house is, so they don't know where you live. And so you, you walked walk the block? <laughs> what? I walked an entire parade last night. You drove in the entire parade. I no, no, the I car. walked. No, I walked. You're in the they car. The, there was no room for me in the car. I had to walk. I walked. The was it the candy cane parade? No, 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 no it was the, the comic key parade. Oh, okay. Jake's enjoying this immensely. <laughs> Jake's like, why, why am I here? Yeah, no, why am I here for this? I was supposed to stay quiet. Yeah, I, I, I don't know what's going on. Oh my there god! Were, I was at the parade. They were, they were oh, very you were excited. Yeah, we were, yeah. we were all there. Yeah. Did you walk it? No, 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 no. Yo. He's just watching yeah, with no, his family. Oh, oh, I didn't okay. see you. Wait, hold on. Hey, don't say that. They're gonna think I'm. Car, man. I was sitting in the back and then I got out and I walked around. I walked the whole, I, bro, I had the circles closed to prove it. <laughs> well, let me do a formal introduction. Okay. All right, okay. So Jake Shimabukuro is an internationally known ukulele player who's been featured at <laughs> venues across the world on shows like Jimmy Kimmel Live and has even performed for the Queen of England. His new release, Trio, will hit the stores. The stores. Yeah, stores. People, the, the do, people go to stores store. anymore. Yeah, it'll, yeah. it'll be available. Uh, <laughs> In February of 2020, and you can go to jakeshimabukuro.com to pre-order the album online now, right? How did you learn all that, Ty? Where'd you get all that information? The internet, man. <laughs> the internet. It is research, man. Yeah, it's, it's all research. Google. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's no, all no, no, Google. I, I, <laughs> I didn't even ask I'm you. I'm just formerly uh, John Yamasato's gopher. <laughs> <laughs> no ways. <laughs> Hey, but thanks for, for doing this. Oh, no, thank you for inviting oh, yeah, me. Clap. Happy yeah, holidays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, hey. All right. <laughs> hey, it's so, good to see you guys. Good to I think this is the man. longest we're going to see you in one place not playing your ukulele. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, but, but uh, Jake has always been a good orator. Talker. Oh, yeah, no, totally. Yeah, so when we tossed around like who we want on the show and all that kind of stuff, you know, your name came up obviously first and I'm like hey oh, December really? is when you're usually in town yeah so why don't we see if you're you're up for it no this yeah this worked out great no no I wasn't always I, I was never comfortable speaking before in fact when John and I first our, our, our <laughs> original dual pure heart band when it was just the two of us I wouldn't even have a microphone <laughs> <laughs> I remember that I would just I sit in that. a chair right, yeah, just yeah. quietly and John would do all the talking well, and, and all the talking would be like our next song is Star of Madness. <laughs> and then we're going to just play, right? There's no banter or anything. No, yeah, you, you didn't talk as much when you're in Pure Oh, no either. way. Yeah, yeah. It's actually after Pure Heart that, that I started talking a lot. And even Jake, I think, yeah. because we didn't have each other, we were kind of forced to, forced to talk. To talk yeah. you know? 
You guys were like the Eagles back then. You'd just like play your music, everybody would clap, and you go, thank you, here's another. (laughs) (laughs) That's how they were, right? When they came down to Omaha Stadium? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I heard. They don't even, they don't even. Oh, yeah. I missed that concert. I wish I could have gone. Oh, man. It's good stuff. I missed uh, Guns N' Roses. Guns N' Roses was awesome. I know. We talked about this. Was that in the was that, was at that the in stadium? the stadium too? Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Dude, they played for three hours. Dude. Three hours. Uh, yeah, Guns yeah. N' Roses. Well, they now it's Guns N' Roses, Def Leppard, and Poison. Poison. And really? In a in a yeah, like a old school rock wow. reunion yeah, concert going to stadium that. tour. Yeah. Wow. That's oh, cool. and Joey Jet. Joan yeah. Jett. Oh, so for, Joan for Jett. Hey, yeah. remember we Joan Jett? Yeah, I remember <laughs> Jake that. and I opened for Joan Jett. What? Way what? back in the yeah. day. Oh, the NBC? Uh, no, this was at a military... This was like, like late uh, 90s. Like yeah. July 4th celebration at Kaneohe Marine Base. Did you get to meet Joan Jett? No. Uh, we, we did not. Just, just the band, yeah? The band well, was setting up. Yeah, the band was, was setting really up. Good. But Joan Jett, um, she looks like a, a tough lady. Yeah, don't and, piss her off, man. And was not someone that you would just walk up to and be like, "Hi, I'm John. Nice to meet you." Well, not when you say that with that voice. Yeah, so so we just kind of like kept our distance because we didn't want to bother her. I mean, she could be super nice. I have no so idea. So you've seen her close up? Yeah, yeah, she was backstage. You seen her and stuff. close up? <laughs> yeah. Dude, I don't know. Well, I didn't see her. Did you see her? Yeah, she had the short hair. She didn't look she like Joan Jett because she, she it was short, but it was blonde. Like she had dyed it blonde. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And she had like right. fatigue pants on. And a tank top, like she looked very, um, like rough, you know. Uh, she was oh, like, no, the, I don't uh, think I saw. Her. I would have asked her for a picture. Oh, I, I would have been like, dude, let's go get. Yeah, a I saw her back there. <laughs> in the eighties, she was. Like I saw the, the band. Uh, the band was setting up, but yeah, yeah. Oh, you never saw her. No, she was always like a tough Pat Benatar to me. That's right. That's right. right. Yeah. If Pat Benatar had like a, uh, a was real, a butch. I don't know. I didn't want to say that on the air. Correct. Complete that up. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, she is. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but it was that Just, was a tough hey, game. That was Devin Nicole. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I have <laughs> nothing. I'm removing myself from this part of the conversation. Joan Jett comes this by. This is Jake. She will cry. I'm removing myself from this part of the conversation. Joan Jett lick you now. I know, bro. Watch out. Uh, <laughs> but I remember that gig was tough because when we started playing, like there were guys in the they front, must have hated you, and they were like Joan Jett. Joan yeah. Jet, you know, they didn't but, throw things at you. No, no. By the end of the gig, we, we kind of won them all. I mean, I think they were still waiting for Joan Jet, but they weren't mad at us. Okay. I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm thinking Green Rose Hula probably didn't go over well, real no, well. But, with this group. No, but you think like we did like Europa and we oh, did some. Oh yeah, 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 That's yeah, when yeah, yeah. Jake was doing a lot of. Uh, he had a lot of uh, the uh, distortion on his ukulele and stuff oh. like that. So that, that was. Lopakos with you guys or just yeah, Lopakos with us. Yeah. Oh, okay. So you, you guys were on there as Pure Heart opening for Joan. Uh huh. Yeah. Awesome. And you had to, ch- I mean, how, how badly did you have to change your set? Not did you that get much. There, did you Not get there and go, well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we can take that song out of the set and we'll just do this. No, I think, I think you know, you go and especially it's still here on Oahu, so you, some uh, there's a good portion Mix. of people that are, yeah. are local. So, uh-huh. you know, you do, you just do what you do. Yeah. Wow. Right. It, was, it was fine. Cool. It was fine. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're all here now, so I guess, you know. That's right. No broken right. bones. So, good deal. So Jake, uh, so you've been touring. How many shows did you do this year? Do you um, even know? I don't know. We did about. I think this year we did about 130. 130 wow, yeah, shows. Man. So, yeah. Yeah, but it was. Um, yeah, it was great. It was a. Uh, you know, this year was was an exciting year. I had my first um, my first experience in China. Yeah. You know, which wow. was awesome. And so I heard I heard very good things about it because uh, Mr. Ota Jr. was there. 
you know, it was so nice because yeah, I I'd never been right, and our first show was in Shanghai. Uh-huh. And uh, so when I when I got there, you know, I was all, I was nervous because I, I had no idea. I, I people told me they don't have YouTube, they don't have Google right there. Uh-huh. So I I didn't know if anyone was gonna even know who I was or anything. Yeah. You know? So it was so nice getting there. And then Herbota Junior was there. Chris Kamaka was mm-hmm. there. You know. Um, so I just and and I had uh, you know Leo from uh, Music for Life. He was oh, there. Oh really? So yeah. So oh, it was cool. just nice to have friends and, and people that I that I knew you know in this right. unfamiliar uh, area and they all came to the show that night so you know it made me feel a lot more comfortable so wait a bunch of you just happened to be in China at the same time it wasn't yeah. for like a- well well they kind of um, you know Chris Kamaka of Kamaka ukuleles mm-hmm. you know went up there to talk to uh, a distributor about distributing you know more kamaka ukuleles oh, in China because yeah, the ukuleles yeah. game more popular so yeah. they kind of planned their trip around my concert so they could come to the, to the show yeah so it was nice we had lunch together and they all came to the show afterwards and so oh, yeah cool. that's cool man you know if yeah. you're in china and you're learning ukulele do you learn ukulele with chinese music or hawaiian music that's a good question yeah i, I don't i don't know well you know because i've heard this from other artists too because they have a closed internet system like yeah. they don't have youtube and all, you, when you go to china as an artist you have no idea if 30 people are going to show up or a thousand people are going to show up because mm-hmm. you can't really get analytics on how many people from China are watching your videos yeah. and things like that, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's a hard market to to try to predict. That's why like, I'm wondering if you get an ukulele right from Kamaka and you're Chinese and you're in China, what do you learn? What is your first song you learn? Is it a Chinese song or is it like what we all do like we learn Kavika or something like that you know yeah. like, I would think it'd be a Chinese song right? really? probably well this, yeah, no, I, I bet you this probably I wonder if the playing style is different or with well, well you know what's crazy I don't know if I told Jake this I was watching um, on YouTube there was like America and not America's Got Talent but it was like Thailand's Got Talent so it's America's Got Ta- Talent but the Thailand version of mm-hmm. that show and this little girl comes on she's probably like 11 years old or something she's got a Koaloha ukulele hmm and you know wow. everyone's like oh what are you gonna do and she goes and she plays um jake's rendition of stars and stripes forever i think i see that oh, with the fast strumming yes it, like oh, exactly wow. how you do it and i'm like oh my god and everyone's freaking out you know and i'm like that's jake's arrangement of so we're like we've seen that already <laughs> do something new come on so so it oh, was that's cool you know so yeah, yeah i think people just they go online and they figure yeah whatever they, they want to learn stuff. out yeah, yeah. trip yeah yeah, it's wow. it's amazing how um, how universal it is now, and it's worldwide, and so. Mm, yeah, and I mean, gosh, I, I mean, there it was uh, it was such an incredible experience, you know, like because they're so passionate about the ukulele up mm-hmm. there. I mean, like I mean, half the people that brought ukuleles to the concert, you know, like have me sign, were like custom kamakas. <laughs> wow. I no yeah, way. I couldn't believe it. I mean, I. I told Chris, I was like, man, where are they getting these kamakas from? <laughs> and he said that, yeah, they sometimes get orders from China, but but I think a lot of them are getting them from Japan. Like, they're bringing oh, them from Japan. You I didn't bring them over. over to China. Oh, wasn't that swap meat style. Yeah, Chris no. is looking at going, that's not a <laughs> yeah, but they, yeah, it's it's really amazing, and the food the food was incredible. You know? Really, I, I felt I was huh. very fortunate because you know none of us got sick or any because people <laughs> told us like, oh, you got to watch what you eat, yeah. and be careful. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and to man, be clear, it was some of the best it's food because I've had. because uh, when you go outside of your country, there's different you know 
bacteria and viruses mm-hmm. and stuff. You're just not used to, not because of any weirdness. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. No, no, yeah so I'm yeah. just want to be you clear. You sure about that yeah. one? Yeah. Are yeah. we just trying to be nice for the No, podcast, no. I'm, right? I'm, okay. It, that, you know. Right. Yeah, it was, it was just... Your body's just not used to, you know, yeah, being out of They said if it's, yeah. your, if it's your first that. time, you know, yeah. out there, mm. you just got to be very cautious, right? Because, mm. yeah, exactly but what John like said. Case yeah. of the runs to make your whole trip just... Yeah, right. And I was, I mean, you know, I was eating, I mean, we just everything everything <laughs> but the thing that um that the even the the people there told me you know maybe just don't eat the raw stuff mm-hmm. yeah yeah you know yeah. just make sure like everything's cooked yeah mm-hmm. yeah so i so i stayed away from like the raw veggies or even like the fruits and oh, stuff but, oh, wow. but i was fine man i felt great i had a lot of energy up there and so yeah but i feel like nowadays you could probably just tour if you wanted to endlessly mm-hmm. Because there's China, there's Japan, there's Europe, there's the United States. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could just keep going. It's it's a huge open market nowadays. It's really amazing. Yeah. Yeah. You mean for the ukulele specifically? Well, specifically for Jake Shimabukuro, you have <laughs> yeah. a name no, and you no, can just no. keep going. But, but uh, I mean, yeah. there's only so many gigs that you can physically do in a year. So there's opportunity for other ukulele players to, to do gigs, mm, I think. Yeah. Oh, no. I mean, uh, yeah. I think... Like, yeah, like, uh, you know, just traveling, seeing the popularity, right, of the yeah. ukulele all over the place. I mean, it's just, it's amazing. I mean, it just blows me away. What was the one um, celebrity or musician that you've met in your entire career that totally, like, you were, like, star, like starstruck? Oh, John Yamasato. <laughs> Good answer. Uh, <laughs> I saw that one coming down the track. I was like, man, that's, an easy, go that's an easy question. Yeah, go no, but that's seriously. Easy one. <laughs> yes, in all seriousness. Oh. We're sorry for laughing at you, John. Uh, yeah. we, we hope he's joking. Yeah. No, I mean, I yeah, I just, I mean, every time, every time you meet someone that you grew up listening to, I mean, I remember my my first big. Um, like starstruck moment came I think it was 1995 yeah it was 1995 I was working at the House of Music in uh, the Alamana Shopping Center and that's when they still had the center stage and oh, all uh-huh. that oh and, man uh, wow. and Peter Moon released a solo record oh, okay. and so he just so he did the performance you know at center stage and was gonna come and do the signing so I was I, I worked at House of Music you know where he was gonna do the signing and I remember getting to meet him you know, for the for, for the first time, and uh, Lydia, who was uh, working there, Auntie Lydia, she introduced me because she and Peter were good friends, and so she, I remember, you know, she's like, just come, and I was so scared, I was so shy, I was like, oh, okay, okay, you know, so she kind of dragged me, she's like, come here, and she said, hey, Peter, I like you meet, you know, this this up and coming ukulele player, Jake, you know, and I was like, oh, and you know, so I got to meet him, and I I just remember that was such a big moment, you know, for me. Wow, that's. Uh, that's pretty cool that you, you know, out of all the world-renowned musicians, you went right back to Hawaii and... Oh, no, I mean, meeting. well, that's what we grew up listening yeah. to. Yeah, 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 so yeah. That was, that's always going to be our biggest, right, influence, I think. Like when I met Eddie Kamai for the first time, that oh. was, yeah. you know, I met him uh, a few, you know, years later, but man, that was something. Troy, we just even like when we got to meet Kyle Crater Boys yeah. Yeah. Or, or John Cruz, right? Yeah. John and yeah. I were just like... Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Well, Kyle, when you asked that question, I was thinking like, man, Jake and myself, I think we get starstruck every time we meet any any musician. <laughs> like we, yeah. we're, we're big fans, you know? I guess yeah. my question would have been outside of Hawaii then. Oh, would be okay. Because I mean, he's met some mega stars. That's true. Yes, yes. And played with 
And by the way, um, for those listening, if you heard like static for the last five minutes, it just started pouring rain like crazy all of a sudden outside, and you can actually hear it picking up on the mic. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what it is. Nothing wrong with the audio. uh, (laughs) Other than us. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Oh yeah, okay. So um, that'll be a good one. Yeah, like, who, who are you yeah, starstruck, man? I mean, gosh. Yeah, well, there, the there what was well, that like? Well, well, there was one guy Jeez. that you played with. I remember the story that you went up to him and asked to play with him. Um, I want to say Stevie Ray Vaughan, but it wasn't Stevie Ray Vaughan. Oh, no. Some somebody else. It was Johnny um, Osado. <laughs> no, 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 no. It was. It was a guitar. He has a guitar named after, like Les Les Paul. Or, oh, Les Paul. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Les Paul. Yeah, I got to play with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, that, was, that was that was that was one. But I thought yeah. that was probably pretty pretty. That amazing, was right? that was yeah pretty yeah. amazing. And I had a video of it, and then it got deleted. Oh, <laughs> oh no! Yeah. That's a legendary. Right oh there, man, right? yeah. It was at the Iridium, the Iridium Club in um, in New York, and we played. Um, yeah, we played two songs together. Yeah, one of them was "Fly Me to the Moon," and uh, the other one was this kind of Spanish, you know, like little flamenco wow. piece. Yeah. Me? Yeah. So. yeah. Did you want to ask him any of the questions we got? Yeah, yeah. So before Jake came in, we posed our um, to our audience like if people wanted to ask questions. So we got a bunch for him, and so I'm just gonna kind of go down some of these questions if you don't mind. Oh yeah, yeah let's go for it. Shoot. Okay, so at D Benny CT asked, "Will Jake cover or arrange more Hawaiian songs?" And he puts a, would would be a heritage album in plan. I think what he's talking about is, would you ever do like an all Hawaiian type album? Yeah. Oh man. I mean, I would, I would love to. You know, do something like that. I would like. Um, um, I would love to. If 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 I were to ever do something like that, it would definitely be more of a collaborative, you know, thing. Yeah, I would yeah, love to work sense. with you know people who, um, you know, because uh, I I think. I mean, there, there, there's so many artists here in Hawaii that that I still like would, you know, would love to collaborate with if you know, given the opportunity or do something like. I remember when John and I, when we were playing together, um, uh, I can't remember if it was his second or third record, but we got to collaborate with Kelly Reichel yeah. on one of his albums, right? That was fun. And that was i remember for us you know that was like huge i mean that's like the all-time honor right Mm -hmm. so you know uh doing doing like an all hawaiian record or 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 uh, an album you know with that kind of music yeah i mean i would definitely love the support and help you know from from people of that genre who really know they live it they breathe it and they you know um you know i mean i grew up playing you know, I, I, I know a lot of the songs, right? And, you know, but like someone who really understands the, the, the depth and who understands the language and the culture and where it came from, the, the kauna and the meaning, you know, behind mm-hmm. the pieces. And I think, and that's what I always respected about with, you know, playing with John is, you know, um, that's something like every time we covered a traditional piece, he always would speak to right to people who knew the language, and he would get the translation. So At least get a he gist. knew what he was singing about. <laughs> you know, what I, you know what I mean, right? I mean, and that's that's that shows a lot about his character and his respect for the culture and the and the music. Mm-hmm. Right? John's so. blushing a little bit, so good job. Yeah. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like things turning back. 
right, but that's true. Remember that? that? That's true. No, no, but yes. remember that. Like, yeah, when we were when we were uh, with Pure Heart, I mean, he would always like if he was covering a um, a, a Hawaiian song, mm-hmm. he would he would find out what the what the meaning of what the meaning of the lyrics he would. He would um, get help on like the proper pronunciation. Right. He would always oh, yeah, like triple triple yeah. check yeah. that the lyrics were right that, mm-hmm. that we had, mm-hmm. and he was singing it correctly. You know, so I mean, I and I, I've always admired that. You know, because I think that that's that's so important. <laughs> he also. It's kind of a self-preservation thing too, right? Because you don't want to be yeah, at a gig and they go, that's yeah. not how you say that word, yeah. Bob. <laughs> you know. your garage is always fine, but yeah. once you're on stage, yeah. you're going to really make sure. Yeah. 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 No, but, but you'd be surprised at how many people don't even care. Yeah. 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 You know, they they yeah. wouldn't even think to do that, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah. All right, all right. <laughs> at, at Fried Chen underscore 27 asks, is there any activity you do, do you, that you do not do before performance? For example... Prior to a tennis match, I don't do yard work to avoid arm, shoulder, neck pain. It sounds like us all the time. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't, well, like I, I never, you know, well, I don't do it anyway, but like I, I don't, you know, drink alcohol or anything like that. Okay. You know, like maybe, maybe like two or three times a year I'll come by with everybody and have like a couple of sips of champagne sure but john knows if i have like three sips of something i'm <laughs> i'm like purple i'm red i'm like ready to pass out so i i you know but yeah but like i i've just i've always just wanted you know like right i mean well well I jump, think, jumping onto that what is your like um pre-show routine like do you have a a thing that you do before you get on you meditate no no nah, nah, i don't i don't meditate well you know what's what is nice is um is like I, I like to just have a few minutes of just kind of quiet time where I can just kind of look through the set and just kind of think about certain parts of the song just uh-huh. to kind of refresh or play a little something. I mean, stuff we used to do yeah, way yeah, back yeah, yeah. in the day. But we've we've always been pretty casual. You know, it's not as not not as uh, I I don't think. Yeah, like you know, I need to lock myself up in a room for thirty minutes and right. do mm. yoga or something like that. You know, the which which would probably or... help. You know, <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, that you know, that stuff's always great. But you know, we've always been so casual. Like you know, friends friends would always pop in backstage right before the show, and you know, you say hi to friends and family. Like, hey, That's the know, most fun then, part. Yeah. yeah. You know, <laughs> But I think I think it does kind of help to clear your mind, mm. like just right before. Like I think sometimes if you're if you feel like you're rushing and it's a little chaotic, and then you're like, okay, you're on, and you got to run up there, and you kind of you're not kind of catch your breath, yeah. right. breath, and like mm-hmm. compose yourself again. You know, it's like, it's it, yeah. I, I think just to have even if it's just a minute, you know, just to kind of get into that that zone and then walk out there. And feel what is the one thing? Um, you need on your writer's list in, in the back in the green room yeah do you, you have any for? green M&M oh, kind of like, no, 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 no. <laughs> tradition or anything like no, that no not none of that yeah not, none of that I just you know because I, I, I can't really eat right before I play you know I'll maybe maybe I'll have some coffee or something or I'll just uh, just have some water or, mm. yeah but but um, you're yeah, easy pretty, to, pretty chill you're easy to please <laughs> yeah he is he's always yeah. been he just kind of walks in and goes, hey, how's everybody doing? Okay, good. Totally jammed. And then walk on the stage and you go, what was, what was that? What just happened? This kind of, you know, I mean, but you guys have always been like that. Well, so. with your stamina and energy that you put out when you're performing, yeah. you know, I just wonder what you take before. <laughs> Coffee or caffeine or no. an energy drink? Or- no, to this day, I, 
been drug free no my whole life. No faces or anything you know? like that, huh? Been drug free my whole life. Well, you and John always been good yeah. boys. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, relatively. Well, we'll get into relatively. that. We'll get into that. I wanted to t- 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 Jake talk about his younger days because oh no, that's the Jake that I know. But oh, people wow. don't, people okay, don't know, go. you know. So we're gonna. <laughs> now the truth comes out. So I'm gonna tease that for a second. But real quick, uh, you know, the Christmas season is coming up, so you may want to consider picking something up from High Life. High Life clothing is a local brand of daily wear that feels great, looks good, and speaks to the local and you. Uh, you can go online to highlifeclothing.com for a special 10% discount when you enter the code High Sessions. High Life makes up more than half of my wardrobe, and it's the perfect gift for this upcoming Christmas season. And it's a, it's a podcast, but I'm holding up a shirt because you can't see it right now. Devin's holding up a shirt that looks a lot like um, something familiar that's mm, coming out yeah, on December 20th. Bit, um, Ooh, but it's also going to glow in the dark. The, the one I'm holding up doesn't glow in the dark, but the one he's, they're going to be having. Oh, those. nice. Yeah. Local and flavor. Nice, and they said nice soft. Yeah, the soft tees. Yeah, it's a soft tee thing. Which I'm spoiled now. I can't go back to regular t shirts. Right? Yeah. I like the soft tees. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah. So go to High Life, uh, get your clothes. And uh, so, Jake. That's Kyle Shimobukuro, my. My twin brother. <laughs> <laughs> the untalented Shimabu. <laughs> so, so, you know, we, this, this is a story that I don't think anyone's probably ever heard. I'm trying to think of things that probably no other podcaster would ever ask you or interview or whatever. But I know that when you were younger in your Kaimuki Intermediate days, those were... Those well, Washington were, Intermediate. Well, yeah, Washington, Washington, sorry. Yeah. Washington Intermediate. Uh-huh. You know, you got into a little bit of trouble. I heard right? you was on punk and you said... <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, no, it is true. I, I had, um, you know, there was a period in my life where I was a little, you know, kind of misdirected. and um, But it was, I, I think a lot of it, it probably, I think it started from like the fifth or sixth grade, mm-hmm. you know, and, um, you know, my... my my parents went through their divorce and all that, and I think it was just kind of a, kind of a confusing time, right, in sure. my life and all that. So I remember uh, specifically, yeah, the sixth and seventh grade, I kind of started getting into a lot of trouble. And um, wait, wait, would, wait, hold on, hold on. Can you give us an example? Yeah. What, what is it, a lot of trouble? <laughs> like, because you know, it's hard, <laughs> I think people listening to this podcast are going, Jake got in a lot of trouble. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Or you took somebody's pencil yeah. or you know, did something like that and. Because there's a big range there. Yeah, yeah. No, like, um, like, uh, you know, playing hooky from school, cutting oh, out of class, oh, and oh, um, okay. getting know, into I, scuffles. Yeah. Really? Uh, I can imagine. Yeah. Well, back, you know, back, back then, though, back then it was just like you know you get into fight with with somebody, and then and then that was it, right? You know, somebody yeah. gets beat, you know, beaten up, or somebody starts crying, and that's the end, right? Like today, <laughs> you don't. Yeah. You know, you fight, so, you start something today and it, you yeah, know, it, it you, know, and you just, deal, it right? just, it just gets so crazy. So, but back then, yeah, you know, you'd get into a little thing. I, I used to always be into Bruce Lee. I used to watch all the Bruce Lee mm-hmm. movies. So I used to think, oh, I'm like Bruce Lee, you know, whatever. But, um, carried <laughs> around nunchucks. But I, <laughs> <laughs> no, so yeah, so I, I, I would get into trouble and I, I actually almost didn't even, um, pass, you know, seventh grade. Almost had to repeat. Oh, you were really. Almost young had to uh, repeat seventh grade, oh. but then I remember that uh, what what really turned me around was um, after my seventh grade year, my parents sent me to Molokai where my grandparents lived, and uh, I went to work with my my grandpa. And my grandpa was real strict. I mean, he's like super like 
you know, we say samurai style, right? Mm. And uh, and yeah, so I would go up there, work with him, and you know, he he had a construction company, so I was up every morning at five o'clock doing that with him. But the thing with my grandpa was, uh, we see, we never got along, and because you know he was just so old-fashioned and set in his ways, and and very very strict on me and stuff, and uh, so. But the thing was, my grandpa was a really good um, fisherman and diver on Molokai. And I, you know, something I, I didn't really have much interest in, you know, much less going with him, right? So <laughs> he would work hard Monday through Friday, then Saturday, Sunday were always the fishing days, and he'd take his boat out, go diving, and all that. And so one day he told me, "Hey, you know, you can come dive with me tomorrow." Blah blah. I was like, "I don't like go. I don't like go." Because Saturday, Sunday were my days off where I could just stay home with my grandma and just relax, right? And hide. So, yeah. <laughs> but one morning he just, he just, yeah, just. Grab me out Drag of bed. Yeah, seriously, yeah, yeah, drag yeah. me out of bed. I never even get to brush my teeth, nothing. <laughs> you know, and I and he made me like load up load up the boat and all that. I was like, ah. Oh. So finally, anyways, he took me out and uh and I'll, I'll never forget, you know, we, we, we went out on a boat. I was all hubbo, you know, I never like be there, right? Yeah. So but we we got out there and then he um and he basically, you know, we took the boat out, we got out there to the reef and he and he told me, Okay, put on, you know, the snorkel and the you know, go jump in the water and I was like I don't like jumping in the water and he actually threw me in the water <laughs> with the, and threw my mask in threw the fins in and I had to be I mean it wasn't deep I, I could stand yeah, up right yeah. you know, I could touch the bottom I put everything on he gave me a spear and then he told me don't come back to the boat don't come back to the boat until you spear something and I was like <laughs> what right so I, I'm swimming around trying to get you know get one manini or something right and I never never went diving <laughs> before in my life and so I was swimming around trying to find something and my hand was getting so sore yeah, because you know when you yeah. first yeah. learn right? you, yeah, yeah, you, 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 you yeah. cock the spear back and you just keep holding on right <laughs> looking for something so right. you're holding it for like five minutes <laughs> oh your hand's so sore already right and, and then I remember I came back to the boat I was crying he said no where's your fish right I was like oh man so, so I remember I went back out and I saw this small manini and it went inside the went inside this hole in the coral so I said oh Okay, and I could see the tail. You know how like sometimes you yeah. can see the tail yeah. just right in the in the at at the end. So I was like, oh, so I cracked my spear back. I went back and I just went right up to the hole. And I remember just my hand was all shaking right because I cold, <laughs> my hand sore. And I remember just putting the tip right at the body. You know, the I couldn't even see the head, but I was just holding the spear right there. I was probably only like two inches from the fish. <laughs> and I let go and I I got the fish. I brought him out and I remember just holding up my spear you know I stood up I held up my spear you know I get the snuggle grandpa grandpa look look you know and I I had uh, and see, I had the manini and then I remember him he just standing on the board and he looked at me and he just started laughing and that was the first time in my life I seen my grandpa smile <laughs> <you know? laughs> but after that it was unreal because that experience you know I had so much fun I felt so good I speared my first fish you know, and I and I, I just remember that after that, you know, because my grandpa used to yell at me and stuff, and I just get so mad before, right? But after that day, you know, when we went back to work the next week, you know, he would yell at me, like, hey, what you doing? You know, blah, 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 blah. And I just say, okay, okay, grandpa, yeah, yeah. And I just remember just working hard. Everything he said, nothing bothered me mm. because I was just looking forward to going fishing with him, mm. you know, that weekend. So I would work hard Monday through Friday, and, you know, and we'd go fishing, diving, and I would just... And he would just teach me, and oh man, I I, I loved it. You That's know? cool. Did you eat the so, manini? 
Oh yeah, oh yeah, you gotta, you gotta eat your food. You gotta eat well, your food. It wasn't that big, but I, I ate it. You, you know? remember when we went, right? With oh Dean. yeah, 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 that's right. We were right. fishing all day. Yeah. He was actually, right. Dean um, Sisui was actually filming uh. for a Let's Go Fishing episode. Okay, okay, okay. So I had my throw net, he had his spear. And we were in the water, right? <laughs> but I'm for diving, hours, I'm we're diving in fish. like, you know, in like, uh, I don't know, 18 inches of water. <laughs> He's filming Jake, you know, like that, diving and stuff. And then Jake <laughs> spears a fish. And he picks it up and then the manini was like this big. <laughs> like for it. it was truly a manini. <laughs> and that's all we caught all day long. Really? Yeah, yeah. That's the Kyle held up his hand, it was about yeah. five inches. And this was the spot. Wow, it wasn't that... even five inches, yeah. It was like oh, maybe like, I don't know. Like, yeah, well, what's the legal what's the legal size ten, was, was at ten, least that? Well, well for ten? Papillo's, no, not, not ten. Papillo's ten. No, not I don't for know manini. about manini, yeah. yeah no, manini is yeah, probably like four or five. Yeah, he oh, didn't yeah. kill it though, so small, just re- we're in between the, the, the prongs. <laughs> yeah. And then he released it back into the ocean. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We kissed it no, first. No manini <laughs> was harmed during this episode. Yeah. yeah. No, and then and now my kids are into it, you oh, know, good. like yeah, oh, my, my oldest, you know, he's spearing his own maninis. Really? Yeah. Yeah, Jake is so, actually a very good diver. Yeah. No, yeah, we used to go. We used yeah. to go a lot. Yeah, actually, John's dad used to take us to the Big Island. Uh huh. Oh, wow. Yeah, we used to go out. Oh, that was. That I'm was the good best. at uh, I'm good at managing camp. <laughs> but getting everybody drinks, you know, making sure there's ice in the cooler. That's my uh, That's my job. We gotta plan a fishing trip now. Yeah, dude. Or Molokai. We... Do Do you fish? I used to. Okay. My My I grew up in Kona and uh, I grew up in the Big Island. So I didn't know my that. grandfather was a big time bottom fisherman and all that stuff. So he he knew how to do all this stuff. But I when we got out on the boat the first time, my grandfather I got seasick. <laughs> my oh, grandfather yeah. realized he couldn't take me out, and he was catching he was catching stuff. He had just laid the the stuff down, yeah. and I was getting ill. And he goes, "Hey, look at the." Look over there. Look at the shore. And I'm watching as I show up and down. I go, Grandpa, go throw up. He's like, well, get in the water. So I get in the water and I'm thinking, I'm going to eat him by a shark just so my grandfather can go fishing. <laughs> and so he never he never took me out again. But, you know, when you fish on the big island or, or any of the neighbor oh, islands, yeah. right? Does, every spot you go is a good spot. Yeah, and it's you get put the thing in the, yeah, you put the thing in the water and you catch a fish. And we came up here uh, to Oahu and, you know, fishing has been go with Kyle someplace get the line all set he throws it in he sets the bell and we sit on <laughs> and we sit on for like 45 minutes hour just talking story and the talk, don't get me wrong the talking story is cool but I'm like are we gonna catch like a fish it's like, what, <laughs> yeah. and he hears something go ding 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 Kago's bouncing off grabs the pole drags the pole up nothing yeah and I'm like this is junk man yeah. <laughs> Fishing is not really it's, fishing in Oahu. Yeah. It's just yeah. it's it's excuse to sit on the beach just, and not look. It's a lot of, I mean, yeah. it's a lot of relating and talking, which is cool. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Know, and again, it's, it's nice because it's bonding time with your friends, but I'm used to catching actual oh, espe- fish. Especially Big Island. I mean, yeah. you go, you go to, as yeah. soon as the, you cast, as soon yeah. as the thing touch the water, yeah, you get you get something already, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah Big wind, Island. Yeah, so kind of although, although I would, probably the Big Island people and the Maui people would probably tell you, oh no, it's not like that anymore. It's all fished out and stuff, I'm pretty sure. But um, yeah, yeah. So that's that's the extent of my fish. Like I, I don't know how to, I don't know how to throw a net anymore. I don't know how to set and bait oh. and cast and do any of that. Stuff. Well, you oh, can be the bag boy. Go. You just <laughs> open that bag and put the fish yeah. in. No, I want to be back at camp. Can I be back at camp? Because there's like snacks. <laughs> do you cook? Okay. Can you cook? Yeah. He can eat. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, we know that. <laughs> you put butter on anything, it tastes good, bro. That's true. That's, that's oh. all I can say. So. Well, let's let's no, definitely do something on our yeah. time off. I mean, and that's okay. such yeah. such great, you know, 
it's it's it, i mean it, that memory will always like yeah will always yeah. be so special for well, like I, something I, always happens yeah that, that's a story you remember for all time yeah and, and you know and i remember when when my son shot his first manini and how happy he was yeah. and i'm just like yeah i mean those, those kinds of experiences i mean they really it's a full circle yeah yeah, yeah. and it's not just about the but i don't know it just does something to you i think mm-hmm. that that just kind of serves as a little fire you know for mm. the rest of your life we, yeah. we are just very blessed and lucky to be in a place where we can actually do that mm. not too many people get to experience mm. that you know yeah yeah well we're gonna take a short break jake would you be okay staying a little while longer and answering a couple more questions yeah sure, sure. okay we're gonna take a short break um, Devin has to go pick up his kids from school so we'll, we'll excuse him and then uh, we'll finish up with the question Okay, we're back here with Jake Shimabukuro. Again, go check out his new release, Trio, which will be available in February 2020. And um, you can go to jakeshimabukuro.com and pre-order that. Actually, you know what? Talk a little bit about the album. Like, what what is this album all about? It's a little different than your normal... Um, it's not a solo ukulele album, which you've done, but you've also um, done albums with other, you know, with accompaniment. But this is strictly a trio, right? Yeah, it's a, it's um it's with uh, two friends of mine, um, Nolan Verner out of Nashville. He's a bass bass player. Yep, super nice and, guy. And uh, Dave Preston, he's out of uh, Denver, Colorado, and he's a great um, guitar player. And we've been touring together now as as a trio for the last little two and a half years, maybe. Mm-hmm. And um and yeah, it's been such a um for me, it's it's been such a great experience, you know, hearing. Just that combination of instruments, you know, the acoustic ukulele with electric bass and electric guitar. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And one of the nice things is, uh, is I, I think when, when we do our sound checks and rehearsal, and not 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 so much rehearsals, but just sound checks, you know, we'll just start playing and we'll get into these grooves, and then it just like turns into like a jam right and i'm yeah. always like man oh we should have recorded that that was kind of cool you know we're all thinking like oh yeah but um so the idea was to just um go into the studio and just do that and see what what kind of sounds we come up with or that's what kind cool. of ideas yeah so and that's what this this record is you know it's just the three of us just kind of um you know just jamming together and coming up with ideas and you know uh making notes and being like oh, okay yeah let's do this so majority of it is original material and there's a few covers on it um we did a cover of pink floyd's wish you were here okay uh we did uh landslide the old oh, fleetwood okay. Mac uh-huh. and actually dave our guitar player his his uh, wife who's an amazing singer she uh, uh rachel james she sang she sang on it because uh Dave and Rachel, they have a band together called Deerling. Okay. So it was kind of like featuring her on it. And her voice is amazing. I mean, it's just crazy good. Um, and then uh, and then we did uh, and then oh and then we did a little um, um, a little tribute to Side Side Order Band. You oh, know, nice. Which is Brian Tolentino, Asa Young, Chris Kamaka, and Del Beasley. Mm-hmm. And the first time I went to Japan to to play to perform, it was actually with them, and I was their opening mm-hmm. act. And uh, the the song that they would open up with every night was a song called Wiley, okay. and that that was always one of my favorites. So uh, so we did a we did a, a trio version of of that, 
you know, kind of inspired by by their arrangement and their feel. Oh, very cool. Did you record that um, at a studio or did you guys kind of do it on the road? Or Yeah, no, we recorded it all at a studio. At, yeah, in Nashville? In Nashville. Oh, mm-hmm. that's awesome. Yeah, it's a studio called Sound Emporium. Okay. And um, yeah, nice, nice little cool vibey place and you know just very comfortable and and uh yeah so we we had a good time recording that there and we actually just released it in japan oh uh, that's so you know because we we're up there for our, uh-huh. our tour and now we're uh yeah now and then we're getting ready to release it uh in february actually on valentine's day oh really okay, okay 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 yeah. Cool. Now, do you, I'm assuming you have plans then of, of promoting and touring and doing. Yeah, so we'll be um, we'll be uh, you know pretty busy in February. You know, just kind of promoting the new record and and uh, yeah, we got um, some you know some touring uh, lined up now from yeah from uh, end of January till uh, yeah I mean um, till yeah the fall. I think we're going to be wow. Any date set yet in Hawaii? Uh, for the release? Yeah. Oh, February 14th. Yeah. We'll oh, so you'll be here. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, no, well, I mean, the album comes out on February 14th, you know, like, but yeah, but I won't be in Hawaii on February 14th. I'll be, I can't remember, yeah, we'll be on the mainland somewhere, but, you know, that it'll be part of that, that record release tour. Cool. Mm-hmm. Okay, awesome. Well, that actually kind of transitions well, because Advance Mo asked, uh, what is life really like on the road? Oh, man, it's... For me, it's really inspiring, you know, because, I mean, the hardest part is, you know, now that I'm, I have, you know, family, right, uh-huh. and married with two two children, I, I miss, you know, I miss spending time with them, but when I am on the road, what's what one of the one of the things is while I'm up there, I have basically twenty four hours to just really dedicate, right, to mm-hmm. to practicing to arranging to working on tunes to just kind of be in an, an environment you know to to keep uh improving right my playing or to uh to learn and so that that's been that's been you know a, a real inspiration because you know when i come home i do get to practice but of course you know there's a lot more going on a lot more distractions i mean as you know and you, you well, know it's just right it's just I harder mean, when you're yeah, home. I feel bad because I, I know when Jake is in town and I'll be like, oh, he's in town. Maybe I can ask him that. And I'm sure there's like 80 other people <laughs> asking you, can you do this? Can you do that? Can oh, you stop no, by here? But, no, but so, this is always, always fun. I try man. to keep it to a minimum, you know? <laughs> yeah, no, but so, yeah, when I'm up there, you know, from the time I wake up in the morning, mm-hmm. I can just grab my uke yeah. and I can yeah. just like start working. So you try to get stuff. a lot of your... Your yeah, so I mean the creative idea, juices yeah. done on the road. Oh, I see. So the idea is when I when I am away, I try to I just try to be as efficient as possible with all that time you know that I yeah. have to just really focus on that. So when I come home, I know I'm not going to get that deep practice that I want, right? Mm-hmm. So, but I can still play. But a lot of times I play with my kids now because you mm-hmm. know my you know my kids are really into music, so. You know, if I start practicing, then they'll take out their ukuleles or their little percussion instruments, wow, and so they'll want to like start, you know, just jamming. And then after cool. that, it just becomes more about just having fun with yeah. them. And it's so funny. My kids have zero interest in music. Oh yeah, zero. <laughs> They've never once. I play. You know, I pick up my guitar on the house. That I ask them like, "Hey, you want to come jam?" No, <laughs> no interest at all. Oh, it's man. really weird. I, it's I'm I'm totally fine with it. Oh, but yeah, uh, yeah. but it is it's strange how different kids kids are just different you know mm. um real quick do you what type of looper pedal do you use 
a boss. Yeah, my favorite oh, really? is the boomerang. You know, but it's too big, yeah, to put on your. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. I just have the the boss, just so simple and the single pedal. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. I I have a. Is mine a boss? I the thing that I don't like about the single pedal is it. You know, the start and stop. Yeah. You got to do the double tap. So so what I do is I I hook it up to a true bypass. Looper, oh, okay. So and that way when yeah. I want to cut it, I just hit the true bypass. Got it. Once. Okay. Yeah, and then it then it cuts it out of your chain. Yeah. Yeah. But then, yeah, because otherwise you gotta you gotta think like either sixteen notes or eighteen yeah, or eight it's, notes, it's, right? And you just gotta like da da one end. You gotta stop. I think it when, if I was eighteen, getting into looping and stuff, I could. But at forty one, trying to like train your brain <laughs> to double tap while you're playing the guitar and singing, it, yeah. I, I give a lot of the Mike Loves of the world credit, you know, because yeah. it's it, it's difficult. But my yeah, my favorite is that the the boomerang. You know, I, I have I have the rang three, which is discontinued now, but I've I've two of them, mm-hmm. but they're just so big. You know, you can't you can't really fit it on your pedal board. I mean, it takes up like it takes up like three or four <laughs> pedal space, right? <laughs> so real estate is very limited, right? When you're trying to when you have a touring pedal board. So, right, 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 yeah. right, right. You were one of the only guys fooling around with effects back in the day yeah. with ukuleles. Oh, I remember yeah. you like putting a distortion on and going, I've never heard oh, but it, put it, a distortion on a hoop before. Well, right back now. then it did not sound good. Well, it sounded cool to <laughs> I used me, to man. John, I used to drive, uh, drive used John to drive crazy. nuts with that. I'd be like, can you just play the ukulele like a normal human being? <laughs> but you know what? It just took it to the next level. I, it it opened, did. It, it did. opened doors for everything. There was a know? lot of things that I was wrong about yeah. in no, my younger no, days. Not and that was one of them. No, I can I, admit when I was, I'm a big man. I can admit when I'm wrong. No, I was no. definitely wrong. But. No, but ba- back then, you know, I, I mean, it was just, it was so new, right? So there yeah, was no, right. it, it was I, just I didn't a, know how to get a, a nice sound yet, you know? So it was just like, Influential it's loud, because it was so right? different, you know? Like nobody's <laughs> yeah. ever heard that before. Right, 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 right. And I think that right. opened a lot of doors to what you see now, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so... Well, in the beginning, it used to be Feedback City. Remember yeah, that? I would turn be, on the distortion and be like, I, th- I, think, <laughs> I think my my problem was, like, do your experimentation with something else. Like, don't do not do it here because we're doing gigs, you know? I think that was kind of what it was going through my head. I, I don't <laughs> you know. You just flip on a distortion while you guys are playing and you wouldn't know? No, no, he would, but he, no, he would let us know. I, I, I don't want to get... I was, I was being unreasonable. Oh, you're being unreasonable. Yes, I was. Uh-huh, no, I no, no. It was no, 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 no. It was um, yeah. I, you know, because I, I was, I was, you know, I was always very experimental. But yeah. at the same time, I always wanted to be, you know, respectful to the to the songs and to the band and you know. And I think Lopaka and I, we always looked to John as being because John was always so like, you know, very practical. You know, he yeah. always had such a good outlook on things. Mm-hmm. Whereas. Lopaka and I were very, we were kind of too extreme, you know. They were the things. artists of the group, like for if, sure. If, if we went, you know, like if, if we're like, oh, let's do something, it's going to be all the way, like, you know. But you and know John's like, no, t- you know, <laughs> pull it back. So. That's what made the three of you most enjoyable to watch, was the dynamic between the three of you, mm. you know. There was one guy that would kind of hold it together and be the straight man, and there were yeah. two people that would just go off every <laughs> yeah. night, and, and you just don't know what would happen, yeah. and it was such an exciting time to watch you guys perform because yeah. of the dynamic that you guys oh, had together. Well, thank you, know? you, but yeah. yeah. So, a um, couple, couple more que- couple more questions, and we'll, we'll, we'll wrap it up. John's reliving some of those ones. He's like, oh, he used to drive me nuts with that thing. Yeah. Remember I had that compression pedal, the too? Compression that was pedal. So, it was so... I just, now when I think about it, it was so obnoxious. I just remember you pressing that distortion and going off on a stage one night, and I was like, what the hell is he doing with that ukulele? And how, yeah, yeah. That sound is just so different. And I'm like, 
he sounds like Eddie Van Halen on the ukulele. Yeah. I'm like, what's going on here? And that just that's just changed everything, you know. So. Well, and I gotta admit, I, oh Jesus, I just hit the mic. But um, I had a very narrow view of music and the world. Yeah. And now that I'm older and I can see where Jake has taken things, it's like, oh, I can now I see what he was thinking. But mm-hmm. back in those days, I, you know, I'm so just focused on lo- the local market, you yeah, know. Yeah. So that was the difference. But yeah, but, you get older, you learn, right? But yeah. back then too, I mean, I didn't know what I was trying to do. I was just right. trying different things, right? Yeah. So, yeah. well, yeah. you weren't trying yeah. to. Some people try things to mask the lack of skill. Right. You already had that skill, and it was enhanced by trying these things, mm. which made it different to me. Oh you know? well, thank no, thank yeah. you. That's nice of you to say that. But <laughs> well, it's the truth. <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, some yeah. of these questions you already touched on. Okay. It, well, artists, would you love to get a chance to work with? And you were kind of talking about if you did a Hawaiian album, you'd work with Hawaiian artists here. Uh, do you, well, how's this one? What's the craziest thing that's ever happened to you on the road? The craziest thing. Oh man, that's. <clears throat> I don't know the craziest. Gosh, that's, are you in a tour bus and like traveling on the highway with all your bandmates in a tour bus? Or? Yeah, yeah. So we, we we have a bus when we tour. And, Does it have um, Jake Shimabuku on the side? No, of the no, bus? no. <laughs> you have enough lettering to fill the entire side of the <laughs> yeah, bus with your last name, you know? So no, no, um, no, nothing like that. But yeah, we do have a, a tour bus, and um, and the nice thing is is um, the the driver sleeps during the day. And then he drives us to the next city overnight. So while we're sleeping, oh, mm-hmm. so the nice thing is it's kind of like waking up every morning and you're just right outside your office. That's cool, but in a different city. So you you, know? you travel more on bus than fly. To oh yeah, yeah, places. yeah, yeah. So like the you know so when when we when we do our tour, we make sure that it's within a reasonable reasonable um, driving distance. Because mm-hmm. I think the longest the driver can actually drive without stopping is ten hours. So that's this, actually this, a long time. That's yeah, a long time. But I don't know how they yeah. do it. Because I drove from um, uh, Arizona up to San Diego, which was seven hours. Mm. And that was long. That was a yeah. long time. I mean, I, I can't drive for more than <clears throat> three hours without it. Yeah. I mean, I just, it's just so hard to keep that focus. It's hard to yeah, drive from you, Pro City to Hawaii. Yeah. <laughs> I fall well, that takes seven hours sometimes asleep, you know? too. Yeah, depending yeah. on traffic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but it's um, yeah. So we're we're in a bus, and um, and it's always nice to um, you know to, to you know it's it's a real luxury to, to have. I mean, yeah. to me, it's a lot easier than than flying or staying in hotel rooms. You know, some people why wouldn't you want to stay in a hotel room? But you actually get better. I mean, for me, I, every, I'm sure everyone's different, but I actually get better rest, you know, on the bus because it's like I, I can go to sleep at a reasonable time, right? Because as soon as you, you're you done playing and you do whatever you have to do, you walk onto the bus and you have the option of just getting into your bunk and going to bed. So or, there's a, how does this, like, explain how it looks like in the bus. Is there, like, more like a train where yeah, these stations so, where beds and stuff? Yeah, yeah. So when you walk walk onto the bus, um, the, the first thing is, you know, of course, the driver. But as soon as you pass the driver's seat, uh, there's, a, there's, like, a large living room area where it can seat, I don't know, like, eight people comfortably, you know, no problem. Like, sitting down, there's sofas. And then uh, sometimes we get the bus that, you know, extend out. So when it's parked it you know like a like a motor home you know how it extends oh, yeah. out so it feels like a small like living room you know like in yeah. a hotel yeah. and then you have a small kitchen microwave refrigerator you have shower uh, bathroom holy moly sink. 
And then then Wait, the mid then the middle shower? Part. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, they have showers in there too. Jeez. So yeah, and then you um then the middle part is like the the bunks, you know, and um and that's that's like the bunk area. And it's kind of like a bunk bed. So you have you have four on the right, four on the left. And you can actually make it where you can go six and six. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. but yeah, but for us we we only travel, we have five people plus a driver. Mm-hmm. So we go we go um yeah, so we're actually two, yeah. So it's actually yeah, four and four, so eight. And then so we have some empty bunks that we we can put, put our bags or whatever if we want, right? And then the back side of the bus is like another small lounge area. No yeah. way. So you know, so if if you hmm. want some quiet time, like I often will go to the back and I'll, that's where I'll do my practicing so I'm not disturbing anybody in the front. Can you do us a favor and take pictures next time you're on the road with that bus and yeah. show inside how it looks? I'd love to see the way you guys oh, travel. Sure. Yeah. How that bus is decked out. Yeah, definitely. Okay. I think yeah, everybody else would want to see that too. They don't see I, that I was, side. I yeah. was thinking, did, have you seen like every movie and every TV show by now? But you don't watch a lot of TV because when I when I go on tour and stuff, I'm I'm on my iPad the whole time just watching like mm. Rick and Morty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so, I yeah I I I've uh, I used to be really into you know I I was the type before I remember when Netflix first came out yeah 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 I would like just watch the whole like you know the whole eight seasons of something right you know so that that that's when I I because I think I told you yeah at one point I when I, as soon as I walked into the hotel room at one I remember there was one point in my life where I said you know what I as soon as I walked into the hotel room I just unplugged the TV awesome. because. It's just too easy to be lying in so bed good. and you're trying to sleep. And, oh, I'll just turn on the TV yeah, and yeah, you turn yeah, it yeah. on. And then once you start watching, next thing you know, it's like three in the morning. And you're you like, oh my rest. gosh. I'm like, you, you know what show? So tired. You know what show I get hooked on every time I go to the mainland? Naked and Afraid. Because really? it's on at like one o'clock in the morning and they do these marathon Naked and Afraid runs. You know, there's channels in the hotel room that you can watch um, uncensored voices. No, 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 no. Afraid, right? It's not about the naked part. Oh, it's okay. Just, it's just the show I get. Because <laughs> I don't watch TV when I'm at home. Like, I don't really watch a lot of TV. Yeah. I watch yeah. movies yeah. and stuff. But I don't do TV because then, just like Jake, you know, I don't. I get caught up in it. And the next thing I know, I f- feel like I'm wasting a lot of time. But mm-hmm. when I'm at the hotel, like I'm traveling or whatever, I turn on the TV. I swear they run that thing like on a marathon loop. On in, in West every Coast. single hotel yeah. room, yeah, and I always get stuck, and I I watch one, I'm like, oh my god, that's so ridiculous, and the next one comes on, and it's such a stupid show, but it's such a stupid show, but you gotta just keep watching. <laughs> just something about being naked in the forest, and you know the potential of dying. Yeah, it's, it's very scary. <laughs> but you know, like, okay, so I think of your tour bus, and you're in, you're you're explaining how it is with this lounger in the back and all this space and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, okay, I'm old. But if I was young and had that opportunity to be on the road like that, I'll be partying. <laughs> right? Nah. Like the, I, I picture well, a whole rock star image I mean, of like I mean, groupies and lounging and no, drinking and I, partying. But yeah, then I think I, about you in your younger days, you would be doing the same thing yeah. on that bus that you're doing now because you're such a mellow guy, right? Yeah. And you don't drink and party. So. I mean, I, I, I think that, I, I'm sure some tours are like that. Oh, Definitely, I bet they are. You know, right? I mean, I've heard some stories, yeah. but... You know, but like like in our crew, right? Uh, like Nolan, our bass player, and Dave, our guitar player. I mean, they're they're both dads, and mm-hmm. you know, they you know a lot of times we're just in the back. Lo- they'll, they'll be in the back lounge, facetiming their kids, and you know, talking with them, <laughs> yeah. and you know, and and I mean, we we all go to bed by I don't know, like midnight, one one in the morning is like super late for us. I mean, you know, and then but you know, most of the guys are up by 
I mean, Nolan gets up at like six, you know, yeah. they're up by six or seven. I usually sleep in till about eight or nine. I mean, you know, if, if I can, I'll sleep in, you know, a little bit later. Correct, correct me if I'm wrong, Jake, but from your perspective, but this is my, my thought on it. Partying and like all that debauchery kind of stuff, it's like another job. Like you have to plan for that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm. And so, because normally when you're on tour or whatever, you're, you have the show. Yeah. You're like either prepping for the show, you're at the show, or you're after the show, you're doing your PR, right? You're mm -hmm. shaking hands, signing autographs, things like that. Then during the mornings, you're either traveling or you're on the phone with radio stations or you're at the radio stations promoting the show. There's not a lot of time to like, to, to party, I guess. I mean, you do have your days off and stuff, but... Right, right. Your schedule's pretty yeah, full. It's not right. like there's a lot of like. I guess. Yeah. I mean, I mean, so, you, you, you could. I mean, like, I mean, you know, like, so, like some of the guys, like sometimes after a show, you know, will just hop on the bus and maybe you know they'll open up a bottle of red wine. Yeah. And they'll just have like a glass or two mm -hmm. before they go to bed. Um, but yeah, it's like, yeah, to me, it's I don't know, it's just not worth getting all crazy. You I know? don't know, man. I just watched that Motley Crue um, oh. on, on oh, Netflix, yeah. right? Well, well, like, yeah. yeah. So if somebody gave me a choice, like, hey, man, you want to travel on the road with Jake Schmidt Booker for 12 months on the road? Or you want to travel with Motley Crue on the road? <laughs> I'll be like, man, Jake is a really good friend of mine, but shh, shit, I got that pretty travel with Motley Crue. <laughs> that sounds like the fun bus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it, 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 I guess it all depends, right? Yeah, on yeah. What band they are, you know, what you guys do, yeah. you know. That's but, true. And your age. Yeah, that's true. Mm -hmm. That's true. Because yeah. I'd find it exhausting. Yeah. <laughs> but but even even in my you know like even when I used to tour uh, solo before, like when I was in my you know mid twenties or late late twenties too. I mean, I I was um, I remember like. Um, yeah, even when, when we weren't on a bus, but we were just, just touring and traveling. Like, yeah, I just remember, like, especially in, in Japan and stuff, it's such a big part. Like, after the show, they have, like, mm -hmm. the uchiage. So yep. you all go to Definitely dinner. Go drinking. Right, you all go yeah. to dinner. You have this nice, amazing dinner. And um, and then, yeah, and I would just go back to the hotel and try to get a good night's yeah. sleep, yeah. you know? Me too. What's I mean, wrong with you guys? <laughs> what is wrong with you guys? <laughs> I mean, well, and, and the only reason is because I I know that the next day I want to be able to function my best. No, yeah, right, for, right, right. You right, guys right. are true professionals. Yeah, yeah. I'm just thinking like rock band status. Yeah, like, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then like the opportunity uh, to go party afterwards. Yeah, but yeah. Well, uh, well, the hard part about the Japan stuff is uh, I don't know how it is with you, but I'm normally a sidekick. I'm not the main act. Okay. Mm. So when we go out to these dinners, everybody's talking to each other. I don't understand Japanese. So I'm kind of tired because I've been sitting for an hour and a half staring at a conversation that I don't know what anybody has said <laughs> for the last hour, you know. And so you start getting kind of kind of sleepy because there's no... But I know you, John. Even yeah. if you knew Japanese, you still get yeah, that's sleepy. True. <laughs> and you still want to be back in your hotel. That's true. Right? That is true. <laughs> You can't yeah. use that as an excuse. That is true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, we got eight. Oh, okay, no, 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 no. I mean, but yeah, I think I think it it is. I mean, you you know, you just yeah, you just try to listen to your body. Yeah. You know, and I I used to. Um, in fact, I mean, John knows this. I used to get sick so much yeah, before. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Like when when we when we used to play together and stuff. You know, I was I was very unhealthy. You know, I was mm -hmm. I would drink so much soda and. 
I was not eating, well, you, you eating think it was, fast. You didn't I was sleep eating a lot. so much fast food, yeah. and yeah, and I wasn't getting a lot of sleep, a lot of rest, and and yeah, my body was just. I think I was just destroying my body, and I wasn't even really drinking alcohol <laughs> or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, that's the thing about you, you know. Guys, but you know? I was just, um, like, yeah, I was just really, I don't know, hurting myself. Mm-hmm. That's why as I got older, I was like, man, I, I realized that. Yeah, if I, you know, if I take care of myself, eat relatively healthy, you know, drink lots of water, try to get rest, I actually feel good. Yeah. And then when you feel good, it's easy to be easy to be more positive yeah. throughout the day, easier to be nicer to people, easier to, you know, just mm-hmm. go about your day doing doing good things. When you're tired, that's when you get grouchy. That's yeah. when you're like, ah, yeah. oh, I don't want to yeah. be bothered. But oh, I, I mean, you have less patience, right? I'm not dating myself. I don't want to date myself here, but I'm a little bit older than you guys. So I knew you guys when you guys were kids, okay? But I knew you guys when you were kids and you're still old enough to drink. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, and I used to hang, we used to all hang out oh, afterwards yeah, yeah. and you guys would just go home or, you know, yeah. like you said, you would drink soda and eat junk food. And I'm like, yeah. you guys were always the consummate professionals or consummate good boys in the industry. I guess I never really did party and do drugs and drink. You guys always, you know, walk that straight path, you know? And I think that's what got you guys to where you guys are today, you know? Mm. Oh, so, thanks, man. Thank you. That's, ah. a, that's a testament to um, your professionalism, I yeah. guess, and your focus on what you guys wanted to grow up to be, you know? Well, we just mm. always had so much fun playing. Yeah. Yeah, that you was know? your party. Your party yeah, was that, on stage. Yeah. Your party was yeah. on stage, for sure. You, you could not pay us. We would show up at any party and play <laughs> for as long as you wanted us to. It wouldn't matter. It would just go on for, forever. It would be fine. That's so different from me, though. You know, if I had that opportunity like you guys and be rock stars in Hawaii and party and play music, and everybody would be like, yeah, let's go out after that. Like, yeah, let's go out after <laughs> <laughs> Probably wouldn't last too long, though. But, yeah. You know, yeah, but I, I think, you know, you just got to do whatever, you know, what whatever it is that in your mind makes sense that gives you the, the that, that, that enables you to carry out your passion and, you know, mm-hmm. and to drive you and, and do what you need to do. You know, for some people, they have certain things that they, they need to do for them to continue to, you know, keep their passion or to keep their energy you know and I, I think uh, for John and I it's sleep I guess <laughs> no, yeah. we gotta sleep early which makes, which makes you the most exciting yep. entertainers right? we love sleep man hey, I'm, this, not gonna, I'm not gonna back lie back in the day this guy he could sleep all day I could man. sleep all day oh my gosh he could no sleep problem. forever and you know it was awesome yeah <laughs> okay before we go I, I just um, last night I was kind of looking through our high sessions videos that we have of, of Jake and I picked out my favorite comment there's somebody who put on um, one of your videos, difficulty level equals Asian. <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't understand that. No, because you're so good. You know, like Jake's technicality is so good. It's like Asian level. Oh. You know? Like, <laughs> I got it. That's my favorite comment uh, of your videos. But thanks, man. Thanks for coming in and, and, and agreeing to do this podcast. We're, we're two podcasts in and... and to have someone like you on the podcast. Yes. Oh, That's no, awesome. man, thank you for coming. Oh, thank yeah. you. I mean, this is... But can we... Yeah. Can you guys play something, please? Because I know everybody wants you guys to play something. <sighs> no, and no. I'm playing this on the air now, so it forces yeah. you guys to do something. <laughs> I'm happy to. Yes. Well, people number one, I can cut this. would be very upset <laughs> if you didn't play something for us And right number now. two, well... Come on, John. But we're going to play next week Thursday I know, on our live stream. I just a sneak preview, man. Okay. Okay. All right, okay, yeah, fine. Okay. I'm going to pause it and then we'll stay tuned. <laughs> All right, so um, thank you, Kyle. Let me Please give you guys a proper introduction. 
Ladies and gentlemen, High Sessions Podcast is proud to present <laughs> the ukulele styling and guitar singing and playing of John Yamasato and Jake Shimabukuro. Okay. <laughs> and one, two, three, four. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. Thank you, Jake Shimabukuro. Go to jakeshimabukuro.com. Go to highlightclothing.com, patreon.com slash high sessions, and visit us at highsessions.com. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll see you next time. Bye.